0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friends. I'm so happy to speak to you again on this broadcast, and I'm so very thankful that you're joining me so we can share together the wonderful word of the Lord. It is good to share the word of the Lord with each other. I'm so thankful that my wife and me, we can talk about so many different things in life, but we also talk a lot about the things pertaining the kingdom of God, pertaining the word of the Lord, and it's wonderful to share with each other the insights, the things that God is speaking or saying to us, and the different points of view that are there. And I'm so thankful for her inspiration and her life as a woman of prayer Also inspiring me with the word of the Lord. Every time I went on a mission trip, and I can tell you I went on hundreds, (laughs) a few thousand mission trips, and every time she gave me a card with a scripture, a verse, an encouragement, and it's blessed me on every trip. Uh, I have a shoebox full, well actually it's more than one, that is full of all these cards with all these encouragements, and especially with the word of God. There is nothing like the Word of God that can help us, encourage us, and lift us higher. And so one of these days, just a few days ago, she was sharing with me again the story of Nehemiah, and it really touched me. And I went and I read it again. If you want to know more about the life of Nehemiah, I did a series on him, and you can listen to it through the different broadcasts that are available but today I would just like to share with you one important point that I want to get to but first I want to tell you all the wonderful things that I have learned in the book of Nehemiah. I found out after reading it again just these past days that the book of Nehemiah has been a great encouragement to me in my life in the ministry and especially during hard times And I want to encourage you, if you are in the midst of hard times, and maybe especially those that are in the ministry, or maybe it's about something, about your serving in the church, about in the ministry, that it's a difficult time for you, I want to encourage you today, read the book of Nehemiah. It will help you to stay on track. It will encourage you and strengthen you. It will give you what you need, and it will give you sound doctrine and good advice Oh, it's so important when we are in difficult times that we will receive sound doctrine and good advice. And so it's important, where do you get that advice? There are many people that would like to chip in with some advice, but are they the right people to give advice to you? And are they giving the godly advice that's going to help you to fulfill the calling of God? Oh, I'm so glad I went to the book of Nehemiah many times in my life, and it always lifted me up and encouraged me. It helped me. It admonished me to stay true to the call and stay focused on what the Lord had for me and what he wanted me to do. Well, one of the things that the book of Nehemiah taught me is the love for God. Oh, Nehemiah, he had a love for God, but not just a love for God but a love for all the things pertaining the kingdom of God. Sometimes our love for God can be a selfish love because we love that relationship that we have with our creator. We love the feeling it gives. We love the joy it brings, the peace it gives, but it's so contained to him and us, us and him, our life, and maybe our family or so, but but we don't see that, Our heart should beat for the things that the heart of God beats for. And I see that Nehemiah, he didn't just have a love for God. He had a love for all the things that pertain to the kingdom of God. He had a love for the things that were important to the creator, to God. And he also had a love for God's people. (laughs) We need a divine love that is poured out in our hearts for the people of God. Oh really, because our love can only go so far, but we need to go further and we can only go further if we will let the love of God flow through us. I learned in the book of Nehemiah, how he had a love for the fallen holy city. And yes, I have a love for the Jewish people and for Jerusalem, but also if I see that picture, of the fallen city with the broken walls, it is a love for the church that has been broken and split. Oh, so many churches have been split and broken. And so many people, oh, they were in the midst of it and they have been damaged because of it. Or others, they were the one doing the damage and they felt so righteous. They felt so in their place to do these things or to say these things. But, but where is the love for the body of Christ that is beaten and broken? Nehemiah, he had a heart for the city of Jerusalem, for the people of God. And so we must have a heart for the church of God, the body of Christ, and also, yes, for the Jewish people. I also see in the book of Nehemiah, the urgency for prayer and the power of prayer. Oh, Nehemiah, especially in that first chapter, but throughout the book, you will see that prayer is such an important thing in that book, in that life of the man of God that moved him and that moved things and that moved the kingdom of God. Well, I can have a whole sermon on that alone. Well, also I see why there is so much misery and why there is so much problems and and, and things going on and things going wrong. It is because of the unfaithfulness of the people of God, how difficult it is for God to teach them to stay loyal and faithful every time they would go astray, every time they went to those idols, every time they compromised, every time they connected and reconnected with things that were not right, that were forbidden even, things that would bring them misery and hardship and even the punishment and the wrath of God. But yet again and again, their heart goes for these things. And so I see that is a big reason why there is so much misery. I also see in the book of Nehemiah how shrewd the enemy works and the tactics of the enemy that are there. Oh, how again and again they come like Tobiah and the others. Oh, they come and they do such harm to the servant of the Lord, to the people of God, to the work of the kingdom of God. And so I want to encourage you, oh, that enemy, he is shrewd. And he has these tactics in, in the ways that he attacks the church, he attacks you, he attacks the servants of the Lord. But I also see in the book of Nehemiah the strategy that God gives to his servants, and that is good strategy, and it's a strategy that you can use today. So read the book of Nehemiah. And one of those important things that we read there that God gives Nehemiah to do is not to be distracted from the calling, not to be distracted from the work, not to be distracted from the vision, not to get distracted from the right doctrine. Oh, to stay faithful, oh, Nehemiah, he had to deal with these things, all with these evil letters, and even they sent prophets to him, giving false prophecies, but Nehemiah, he knew that God did not send them, and every time he says, I cannot go, I cannot leave this work, I have a great job to do. Oh, we learn from this great servant of the Lord. I also learn not to be overwhelmed by the work or by the rubble or by the problems that are there, even those that speak evil. Sometimes all these things can be so overwhelming. But the book of Nehemiah teaches us not to get overwhelmed. Keep your eyes upon the Lord. Keep on building. Keep on going forward. And the Lord will help you. I see, yes, the importance of prayer, but not prayer alone. It's prayer and work. Working and praying, it goes hand in hand because you need the blessing of the Lord upon your work. If it's only works, then it's fleshly works, then it will not benefit or give the blessing. If it's only prayer, nothing gets done because prayer, just like faith without works, is dead also. So we need prayer and works. We need works, but it also needs prayer. And I see in that book A message that shouts to us, keep building, keep building, keep building, keep building and go on and on and on like that. I think that's a great encouragement for those that today are a little downhearted because maybe there's so much rubbish in your life, in your ministry, you just don't know how to cope with it. But the Lord says, keep building, keep building. And it teaches us to stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Or how should we build? Well, read in the book of Nehemiah, put the sword in one hand and put the working tool in the other hand. Yes, really, that's the way to build the sword in one hand and the working tool in the other hand. And that's how we build up the walls. And that's the way we stay vigilant. We're always ready when the enemy comes, but we are continuing with the work, building up the wall because that is important to do. I also see in the book of Nehemiah the importance of the short and silent prayer. Oh, I think that is the point I was coming to in this broadcast. But these other points, I think, if you want to know more about them, read the book of Nehemiah yourself, or go to my other broadcasts about Nehemiah. But I wanted to encourage you and remind you of all these things. And I think some of you you needed this reminder today. But I wanted to come to this point of the brief and silent prayer. It says in Nehemiah 2 verse 4, so I prayed to the God of heaven. Well, I like that. If you go through the book of Nehemiah, you will see that one of his favorite names for God was the God of heaven. He loved to pray to the God of heaven. This shows me that he knew who he was praying to. So many people, or when they are in need, they cry out, If there is a God up there or is there a God, can you help me? But Nehemiah, he directed his prayer to the God of heaven it's the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, and I can tell you, I can preach to you about the God of John T. L. Masbach, yes, <laughs> some people, they find it difficult to say the God of and put in their own name, but not me, because the God of John T. L. Masbach is the same God as the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob the God of Daniel, the God of Esther, of Peter and John, it's the God that's created the heavens and the earth that made you and me, and that is alive today. He is the one that we are focusing our prayer to. Well, you know, in that first chapter, he prayed and interceded for Jerusalem and for the people after he heard that awful news, how the city was broken down, how people were living in the midst of the rubble, or oh, it was a terrible situation with the broken down walls. He was thinking, Lord, what can I do? So many times we think, oh, what should people do? but he was thinking, what can I do? Maybe you are thinking, what should people do? What should my pastor do? What should my brother, my sister do? But my friend today think, what can you do? As I am thinking, what can I do about the situation in my life, in my nation, in this world that is so broken down? Oh, what can I do? Well, I can pray. And Nehemiah, he prayed and he prayed such awesome prayer. He was interceding four months long. He was not eating often. He was not eating or drinking. He was fasting he was praying. And it became in his mind, in his spirit, in his soul, the single thing that he was thinking of. Oh, Lord, Jerusalem. Oh, Lord, Jerusalem. He was thinking of it during the day. He was dreaming about it in the night. It was the thing he went to bed with. It was the thing that he rose up with. Always bringing to the throne of God that prayer intercession for Jerusalem. And now he was there in front of the king because that was his job, serving wine to the king. And that intercessory prayer had also come upon his face. And the king said, why are you looking so sad today? Oh, and he was afraid. It says Nehemiah was afraid there. He he was in shock. He was afraid. But he also saw that this was the God-given opportunity and open door that he was praying for. He recognized that moment. Well, he didn't immediately give his request. He did not immediately answer, but it says right there on that instant, it was like a sandwich between the question of the king and the answer of Nehemiah. There was a sandwich. The prayer was right there in the middle of it, of that question and that answer, that brief and silent prayer. I think it was a prayer that was unnoticed by the king. He asked that question to Nehemiah, but instead of directly answering, Nehemiah quickly sent up this brief and silent prayer, O God of heaven. It says, I prayed to the God of heaven for an instant, for a moment, but yet that instant and that moment is so important, my dear friend. Because it showed his dependency upon God. And it also showed that he needed God right there with that open door, that open opportunity in front of him. He needed God to direct him, to help him, and to lead him. Oh, this is an important thing, my dear friend. So many times we can spend months in prayer, and then God comes and he opens a door and he gives an opportunity but we rush in without seeking God in that brief and silent prayer, showing that we need him, that we are taking hold of his hand and walking through that open door with him in the way that he wants us to go through that open door. Oh, I hope you are hearing me today. I hope you're understanding the importance of this brief and silent prayer. I wish that in the morning While you put on your coat, just before you walk out the front door, you send up this brief and silent prayer to the Lord. Lord, be with me today. Lord, lead me today. Lord, protect me today. As your children, you give them a kiss before they go to school, but there quickly you send up this brief and silent prayer. Maybe it is unnoticed for your children. Maybe it's unnoticed for your wife. Maybe it's unnoticed for your employer. Maybe it's unnoticed for those in your surrounding, but it's noticed in heaven. That brief and silent prayer is heard in heaven and God, he is there as quick as could be. And he helps you quickening your mind, quickening your spirit, quickening your body, helping you what to say next, what to do next. It says that when the king said, oh, what would you want? What do you need? That it says, Nehemiah, he was afraid, but he sent up this quick prayer. And then the Lord led him how to answer, what to say, what to do. And he got a boldness there. He got a freedom there to ask for things, to say things. And the favor of God was there right then and there was the favor of the Lord, this was a God-given opportunity, yes, but I see, and this is something so important for us to learn, this must be something that we get in our mind and in our spirit that we will not rush into it without sending up this brief and silent prayer to the Lord because it shows and it, it, it really shows and it helps. It really helps when you're there and you just send up this prayer and you know the Lord is there. He is there giving you in your mouth the words that you must speak. He is there. It's not you. Oh, after months of praying, finally I have this open door and now I am doing all this. No, it's not you. It is a God-given opportunity and open door, but also it is the Lord speaking through you. It is the Lord working through you. And so that brief and silent prayer is important. I want to encourage you, don't forget those brief and silent prayers. You can send them out, Many times during the day, send them up to the Lord in different situations, and you know the Lord will be there to help you and to direct you. I pray right now for those that are listening. Some of them are fasting and praying for a long time for a particular situation. They need a change. They need an open door, a God-given opportunity. Maybe it's for their job, maybe it's in their marriage, maybe it's for their ministry, I don't know. But Lord, you know. And Lord, I believe you are there oh, opening doors. You are there right now. You are ready to open a door. But Lord, I pray that we will never forget to send up this quick, and silent and brief prayer to you, showing our dependency upon you. And Lord, I know you are answering that brief prayer and you are coming down through the Holy Spirit, giving us the right words, helping us to do the right thing. Yes, Lord, you are giving us boldness, helping us, even though we are afraid, you are helping us to press forward. Thank you, Lord, for answering All these brief and silent prayers. Bless my listeners today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.